Hello, and welcome to a compounding interest episode of We Only Look Thin. I am Katherine Weigel, and I have lost 150 pounds, and with me is... Donald Weigel. I am uh, her husband, and I have lost a little over 100 pounds. Congratulations. Congratulations to you. Compounding interest? What's that? Yeah. (laughs) I thought this was a weight loss podcast. What are you talking about? I'm talking about investments. Mm, Although I would like people to have interest in this podcast. Yes, that would be really nice if you And compound that over time. Yeah, compound it over time. But we're going to compound things. We're going to plant things. We're going to grow things. There are going to be analogies about fruit. There are going to be analogies about uh, late-night fruit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's still also fruit. There are so many things we're going to talk about. Today we're going to talk about the long game. Mm. What you need to do over time. You don't need to do it, actually. You don't need to do it. You don't need to do a darn thing. Turn off the podcast if you like. But we're going to talk about the long process that is this weight loss uh, game and uh, what it takes to... Make it sustainable, and that includes compounding interest. Compounding interest and sowing seeds, watering plants, and it's like Farmville. It's like Farmville, but there's also money, but there's also calories. We're gonna make lots of analogies today. So just imagine that money grew on trees, and it had something to do with weight loss. Ooh, like that juicy fruit commercial when I was a kid, where like juicy fruit actually like they went out and harvested it. It's like that, but instead of juicy fruit, imagine apples. And weight loss results. <laughs> Apples do grow on trees. I know, but when I was a kid, I thought gum grew on yeah, trees. Yeah, no, it'd be cooler if gum the grew on 70s, trees. The 70s, they tried to confuse us back then. Um, so we uh, we were listening to a podcast, an inspiring podcast. What podcast was that, Donald? Uh, it was uh, Brooke Castillo's uh, Life Coach uh, 101 or something like that. Yeah, uh, Brooke Castillo has a couple of really fantastic life coaching podcasts. Now, well, first of all, I don't recommend that anyone listens to any other podcast besides oh, ours. Oh, no, 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 no. Just no, first no, of all, no, I just want to get that out of the way. We're going to... We're going to distill it all here, so don't go listening to anybody else. But yeah, we were listening to a podcast, um, and the the crux of it is that she was talking about how to grow a business and how to um, start it, how to um, you know make it grow, how you need to put it, what do you need to put into it? And I thought to myself, self. This really sounds like she could be talking about weight loss. So what we're going to do is we're going to play her podcast, and then every time she says business, we're going to say weight, weight loss. loss. <laughs> <laughs> Over oh, right. so, so just tuck into that, because uh, we're going to make it our own. Uh, but no, we're actually, we, we, we took Cliff Notes, and we made up our own <laughs> stories, and we're going to tell you how it applies to you and your journey. And... Uh, and our journeys, because our journeys are not over, we only look thin, and that's why we're here all together today, uh, to look thin together. Yeah, and um, I think that uh, looking thin together is the way we look thin. It is. Um, and we were actually <laughs> listening to this podcast uh, on the way home from uh, the IDEA convention in uh, San Diego, where we spoke, and we were magnificent and fantastic. We were Wonderful. amazing. We I were mean, amazing. We've, truly phenomenal. We've talked about the ovation we've received. I don't know if it was standing. It was just a blur of hands, We're really. But Certainly <laughs> something happened. Something happened. Um, but we talked about, and, you know, we're, we're in our 40s, and I spent decades looking for a quick weight loss fix decades and if i had just 
not looked for a quick fix for 20 years, I might have found a slow fix. And we spend so much of our lives, uh, you know, from, from, uh, from toddler to teen, investing in ourselves. Donald, how did you invest in yourself as well, a child? I mean, unwillingly, but like you did it. But what I, did you do? I went to school. I went to school, school for years and years, and then I went to college. Were you doing algebra in first grade? No. But you were doing you were doing math. You I was doing some bo- math, but I I learned basic math in first grade, and then I learned uh, a little bit more on top of that in second grade, and, and a little bit more. I see where you're going you with see, this. I so get it now. We we take years to uh, get an education. We take classes uh, to learn how to play instruments like trumpets. You played the trumpet, didn't you? I did. From day one, were you doing Reveille, or did you have to build it up over time? I had to build it up over time. I had to first learn how to just get a sound out of a trumpet. Right. Uh, so you 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 take lessons. You you join clubs. You learn how to build on your skills, and you and some go to college or onto technical schools to learn uh, how to do things professionally. Do you want someone? To be a dentist who's just like, I think I have a pretty good idea of what I'm going to do in that mouth of yours. No, I do not. <laughs> uh, that's that's a hard pass. Your Honor, that is a hard pass. You, like, someone who is, someone was saying, like, going with someone who is a, a like, self-taught rocket scientist, that's awesome, but if you've got someone with an actual degree in it, I'm going to go with the guy with the degree who might have some credentials instead of the tinkerer. Yes. And so we invest time and money and resources into educating ourselves, into learning more about our business, into, um, you know, uh, growing our friendships. So much, so much time. Yet, yet what do we do with weight loss? I f- we look for a quick fix. It's it's like we're taught. It's like we're it's like we're programmed to want this quick fix instead of trying to build a foundation. We we want to plant a seed and have it immediately become a tree that has fruit on it that we can pluck um, in the weight loss game. But in instead, it takes a lot of work, and you have to grow it slowly. You have to put the effort in at the beginning to get your seed to become a sprout, and then grow and grow and grow, and then fi- and then become a tree. Well, and two, and and I think you know this is the analogy that Brooke Castillo made was was what Donald said, and we have an instinct where we see a little bit of progress. So say say it's Monday. That's a day of the week, right? Mm. Let's just pick a day. Let's I believe Monday is Monday one is of day. it's one of the top seven days of the we, week. We we spend all day Monday doing great. We're sticking to our goals. We're drinking our water. We're in calorie deficit. We feel like we've made progress. So that's a little sprout that's growing, Don. It's a little not a Brussels sprout because when I was a kid, I didn't like those. Uh, but it, it is a sprout that is growing. Brussels and then, sprouts are delicious. And then we have a tendency to then just pluck that little sprout from the ground and eat it and and be like oh good we got we got it and then we're like oh wait no we no we don't have anything at all and we got to start over again because we had late night indulgences and then we have to start over again the next day and plant a new seed yeah we attack our weight loss from the beginning you know you start and you think okay i'm i'm gonna do all the right things and it's instantly just going to melt off of me and i'm going to be there and when you don't get the results that you're looking for, and when I didn't get the results I was looking for, I would attack it. I would say, well, this isn't worth it. This isn't, you know, all I've, I've only lost a quarter of a pound this week. Well, that wasn't worth it. That wasn't worth all of that hard work. So I'm just going to give up and do something or, else. Or conversely, 
I put in two weeks of thinking that I'm on track and I'm being good and I get on the scale and I'm down five pounds and I am like, let's go celebrate with all you can eat tacos. Like, and it, it is what we do time and time again is that like we make a little bit of progress and then we self-sabotage as a reward for the small progress that we've made. Yeah, and you're basically, you're, you're letting your, your sprout you know, you're letting your seed sprout and then you're yanking it out of the ground and not giving it a chance to grow. Yeah. And, you know, and, and two, you know, in the must be nice category, we see people who are much farther along in the podcasting game, in the weight loss game, in the fitness game. And, you know, the analogy that Brooke Castillo made was, you know, you can't be angry about someone else who started the process five years before you, 10 years before, heck, even three weeks before you, if they've made a little bit more progress comparing your uh, yourself to someone else's progress, it, it, it's, you're not staying in your own lane. You're, you're comparing yourself to something that you didn't start at the same time. Yeah, there's a platitude that comparison is the thief of joy. And I tell myself that all the time. And it, it made... what, Mostly when he's looking at me. <laughs> 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 it says it on our wedding bands. It says it on our wedding bands. It's another thing etched inside our it wedding bands. We have very bands. big wedding bands. It's more like a, a metal Huge. barrel that we just rest Huge. in sometimes. Uh, what would Tom Cruise say about that? <laughs> hey, guys. Must hey be guys. nice. Hey, guys. Must be nice. Um, anyway, uh, I lost my train of thought well, completely. Well, I have more, I have more analogies All to right, make. keep going. So when, when I was in my early 20s, um, I... Uh, actually, no, gosh, I was 18. Very exciting information. I started working at a business uh, with with desks. Desk- with grandma business? With grandma business. I'm grandma business. Um, grandma business and Tom Cruise in the same podcast. We Well, I'll talk about the snacks in that business uh, very, very soon. But when I started that job, I was 18 years old. Retirement was a million miles away. I thought I was invincible. I thought I was never going to grow older. And a very pushy and lovely HR uh, director would walk by my cubicle each day. Uh, Hello, Eleanor. Eleanor Pinkett, thank you very much for changing my life. Uh, Eleanor would say, Thanks, Eleanor. Have you put money into your uh, 401k yet? And I said, I'm young and I don't need a 401k. I'm going to live forever. I'm going to learn how to fly. That's too many Ks. I don't need all of them. I kicked her and then was written up by HR. No. And, but she would, (laughs) I would be like, oh no, you know, I I can't afford it. I can't afford to invest uh, any money right now. And she would go, all right. And then the next day she'd come by, hey, you want to start, you know, what if you put in $5? What if you just put in a dollar? What if you put in 1%? And she hounded me for weeks and weeks and weeks. And finally, just because I was tired of looking at her beautiful face, I said, fine, I'll put money in the stupid savings account. It doesn't even matter. It wasn't even a big deal. And for a long... You sound like me when I was... I uh, do. I do. Uh, What's that that even going to do? That that mating call. Um, But I... I didn't want to invest in myself. I wanted to live in the moment. I had bills to pay. And I didn't. And see, this ties into weight loss, everyone. Just imagine I'm saying. Yeah, we're getting there. We're we're getting getting there. there. And so at age 18, I started putting money into a retirement plan. And it wasn't very much, but it was slow and sustainable. And I just, it was a sacrifice in the moment for sure. Um, but I've been putting money into a 401k since I was 18. Now I am 19 years old. No, I, <laughs> I said you before, look 19. I do. Uh, it, 
and I'm in my 40s, and for the last uh, over 20 years, 25 years, I've been putting money into a 401k, and it at first didn't seem like it mattered because it was so small, but compounding interest. Compounding interest. interest. Uh, It has something to do with math. You can Google it if you want to know how it works, but basically you build up over time, and in that area of my life, I w- I built up that interest over time. And I still have a long way to go to retirement. But if I hadn't started when I was 18, I would be much farther behind than I am now. Just imagine, um, let's say you have 50 pounds to lose, just for the sake of argument. Just imagine four years ago, you had decided you were going to lose one pound a month. Basically, a quarter of a pound... A week, like barely negligible. What is it even going to matter? I'm El- I'm you're Eleanor Pinkett, and I'm me. No, I don't know who I am, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've lost track. I one, can't remember if I'm pound. grandma, business, what's, or what's the what is it going to matter, Donald? What's it, it going to matter? You know, in four years, if four years ago, if you had just committed to a pound a month, you'd be down forty eight pounds right now. What? What? <laughs> I mean, it it that's how it works. You. You don't have to lose it all at once. You've got the rest of your life to do it. And adapting or adopting a long-term vision, um, imagine how you're going to be. Where do you want to be in a year? Where do you want to be in five years? And you've got the rest of your life to do this. And guess what? It's going to take the rest of your life. Um, We're... You know, we are basically both at our goal weights, but we still have to work at this all the time. And I'm sorry to deliver that horrible, awful news. (laughs) But it's like keeping up. In Farmville, which I've never actually played, so maybe I should have played that. Before. <laughs> Will you friend me before. on friend us on Farmville? Friend us on Farmville. <laughs> but rate us and review us on Farmville. But it's the, it's the idea of you know going back to the seed. It doesn't do anything for a really long time. Our daughter uh, got this little seed packet thing and planted it, and uh, and you know it's sitting there in the dirt, and you go, oh, I'm going to go look at it. What is it? What is it? What is it? Uh, it's doing nothing. Okay, I'm going to go water it. What is it doing? Nothing. 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 It takes a long time to germinate, and then it takes a really long time to grow, and it takes a lot of patience. And we are so impatient for the quick fix the instant, you know, sprout the next day. And so we sabotage and say, it's not worth it. And then we look into someone else's uh, yard, someone else's 401k, and we must be nice. It, But realize that we haven't put in the effort to to see that kind of result ourselves. Yeah, you have to ask yourself, how much effort have you really put in? You know, people say to us all the time, oh, I'm doing everything that I can, but... You know, in reality, they're not actually tracking all of the food that they eat. They're, they're, you know, well, I'm, I'm really only, I'm really only keeping track of what I eat, you know, Monday through Friday. I'm not really worrying about it on the weekend. And all of that stuff matters. And, um, you know, going back to the seed analogy, you have to build up these habits over time. And, you know, you can say to yourself, well, this one thing doesn't matter and that one thing doesn't matter. But when you add them all together, they add up to a weight loss plan that is sustainable, something that you can do for the rest of your life. If you just start with one thing, like say to yourself, you know, okay, I'm just going to start tracking what I eat. You don't have to do that, you know, tracking doesn't have to be a thing, but let's just say I'm going to track everything I eat. You're not going to put judgment on it. You're not going to even try to eat less, but start with that. 
I could not do this without that foundation of of tracking and keeping track of everything I can. I can't eyeball it. I can't, you know, guess as to what I have. I have to keep, at, you know, actual track of what I'm putting into myself, or I I lose track and I end up eating much much more than I think I'm eating. Well, and two, Brooke Castillo talked about assets and liabilities. An asset is something that produces return over time. It's self-sustaining. And when I spent 20 years trying uh, diet pills and cabbage soup diets and bulimia and, you know, 20 different plans under the sun trying to get that quick result and then being disappointed when it didn't yield a quick return, I gave up. I gave up my way from 200 pounds up to 300 pounds because every time I quit, I would gain another 15 pounds. And I never just stuck to one plan. I never stuck to not giving up. And, you know, our bodies require time and energy to get a return on an investment. And going to one high intensity interval class where you give 100% and then you can't walk for two days because your muscles hurt so bad. And then you look in the mirror and you don't suddenly see like you're yoked up, you're all like swole. <laughs> and then you give up because you're, you know, you're like, oh, it's too much effort to do this. Like it's, you know what? Why don't you do five knee push ups today? Why don't you do them again tomorrow? Or five wall push-ups. Or... Five wall push-ups, five counter push-ups. Like, we tell ourselves it doesn't matter. And you, you need to learn to walk before you can learn to run. Yes, which I did learn to walk, and then I ran. But it, it was over time. I did the, the couch to 5K plan. It's supposed to be like a six-week plan. Yeah. Took me nine months, but I did it. <laughs> and I got yeah. to that point. But it was, it was the not giving up when it got too hard. And it's really like this whole process the last two and a half years has been really boring like it hasn't been a you know a, a montage from from a rocky movie it hasn't been an episode of biggest loser with us like barfing on the side of hills because you know we've been doing wind sprints yeah for, it's not flashy five. it's not exciting like a montage of it would be us like walking a lot and then there'd be a lot of us like looking up calories on our fitbit apps yeah and maybe getting some iced coffee some iced tea <laughs> like we'd, it's we'd be weighing like strawberries on a scale my, in the kitchen my friend julie uh who is a runner you are fantastic, Julie. I'm giving a shout out to you. She Shout out to Julie. She has lost about 100 pounds and has some more to go. And since January, she has lost about a pound to a pound and a half a month. And I was like, oh, that, that's not much. And then I was like, math, she's lost nine pounds this year. Like, I didn't lose nine pounds this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you tell yourself, like, oh, a quarter pound's not enough, I shouldn't even bother, um, you know, think about Julie and the fact that she's down nine pounds. Are you down nine pounds this year? And if you're not, then imagine that you could be. And you don't have to, you know, you don't have to go straight into high-intensity everything. Like, this can be a slow process that takes you a long time. And and that is the most sustainable way to do this. Well, and the way that I have done it this time, as Donald said, is that self-sustaining model. It's not sexy. It's not exciting. But it's, okay, I'm going to start walking our daughter to school and back. Okay, now I'm also going to walk to the Rite Aid and back. Okay, now I'm going to 
you know, do a purposeful two miles on the weekend. And I build it up over time and no one is going to, you know, do a documentary on how exciting it was. Then I added, you know, uh, the tracking of the calories. And then I started looking more about the quality of my calories and building it up over two years, I lost a hundred pounds. And if Every time I had done it before, it there was a rush. And we were even interviewed by someone recently um, who asked us, you know, what our deadline was and, you know, to lose the 100 pounds. I was like, I didn't think about losing 100 pounds. Like, no, I wanted to be able to fit no. into my pants. Like, that was the goal. Five pounds. Like, if I could just fit into my pants... Like, that was aces. Okay, now I can fit into my pants. Now, like, what if they're not tight? Okay, now they're not tight. Now what? Like, oh, well, I'll go down to my size 22s, my, you know, size 20s. And it it never occurred to me that I would get to the 100. But it occurred to me that I just wouldn't quit this time. And that slow drip, that boring irrigation of habits, you know, and building them up over time... Um, is what made all the difference this time. And that is, this podcast, I don't know if you know this or not, but we're, this is keeping us present. This isn't, you know, from on high. We need to stay conscious and aware of our choices because it it is hard to undo 40 years of bad habits. Yeah, we had a lot more time to do the wrong thing than we've had to do the right thing. Well, I mean, we had the time to do the right thing, but we didn't. Um, And, you know, I just sort of, I swear it felt like a joke at one point. I set myself a goal of losing 75 pounds. And I just thought, that's ridiculous. There's no possible way I will lose 75 pounds. And then I slowly over time realized it might become a reality. And when I readjusted that goal after hitting 75, I readjusted it down to losing another 25. You know, that was an amazing moment. But... I couldn't have imagined that a couple of years ago. And if you go into your weight loss thinking that it's got to be some short-term fix, that I, I feel like you can never get there. You have to you know, develop a long-term vision and stop criticizing yourself based on short-term goals. Well, and two, I think a big shift, uh, someone in, in a group that I'm in talked about wanting, you know, is it realistic to lose 20 pounds by September? And you know, people are like, oh, yeah, you can totally do it. If you lose two pounds a week, that'd be great. And then you can get there and you can hit the goal. And my perspective has changed so much because now it's what can you add to your life? What can you nurture to give yourself a better quality of life instead of sitting on the couch all the time? Go for a 10-minute walk after uh, after dinner. Go for a 10-minute walk at lunch. It seems like people who say like, oh, you've got to get in X number of cardio. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. Just add better things to your life. You know what? I'm going to walk to go get Starbucks instead of drive. Like changing your lifestyle. Our lifestyle is not the same as it was. We drove, like I would drive to our front door mailbox if I could before. Like anything I could do to not walk anywhere. I was like one of those outer space characters from the movie Wall-E. Like, yeah, I, mean, I, I would drive around parking lots, just, you know, drive around and around trying to find a closer parking spot instead of, you know, now I intentionally take the farthest spot I can find and it adds up. It doesn't seem like very much, but it all adds up. It's like getting more movement than I was getting before. Well, and these are literally, you know, in our 20s, it was, you know, it was about, you know, vanity and not that it isn't now, but 
like we need our bodies to sustain us for the rest of our lives. Whatever that is, we're stuck with it. Like we, I can't change my height. I can't, you know, change the size of my feet, but I can change my habits. And it got to the point when Donald was diagnosed with diabetes, this was life or death. Taking care of ourselves is about our legacy. What are we doing to our daughter? Is she going to have to care for two invalid parents who just didn't, you know, couldn't shut the <laughs> the, the bag of Oreos? P.S. She's not caring oh, for anybody. Oh, no, no, no. no, no, no. As, as soon as she she's, learns how to drive, she's, <laughs> it's she's over. She's out of here as fast as possible. But that burden that we put on ourselves, on our spouses, on our families, on our, our you know, whether you're, uh, you know, in a relationship or not, we're putting a burden on our future selves for not caring for ourselves today. And part of that is that investing. And I am very grateful that I took the time when I was 18 to be bullied by uh, Eleanor Pinkett to... You took the time to do that? I took the time because I didn't want to see her mm, face you just, anymore. You just slowed down to smell the but, roses but and it were was, bullied. It was a habit that I put in place. When you're a kid, you're told to brush your teeth and it's annoying and you don't want to do it and sometimes you fake it. Uh, you pull a beaver cleaver and, and <laughs> remember he and Wally would like go in and like they'd like turn the water on and be like, yeah, mom, we're brushing our teeth. Uh, this is really become an old person's it podcast right old. now. We're talking Brought about leave it to beaver. Murder, she wrote. Um, <laughs> Lux soap and life buoy. Um, Drinkular Ovaltine. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, we, we take time to invest in certain things. We buy houses, we buy cars. We buy cars that we like that look good. There is no return on that investment other than, you know, the time that the the car survives. We take time for an education that actually will help us make more money. We we invest time in our jobs so that we can get promotions. And yet, this one giant part, this taking care of ourselves part, we put to the back time and time again. We do it with our emotions, our personal needs, our boundaries, the food that we eat, the excuses that we make over and over and over again. And I, it took me until my 40s to be sick and tired of being sick and tired decade after decade and making that shift of investing in myself and taking the time and not giving up. If you don't water the crop, the crop is not going to grow. And we were taking a walk this morning and it's been really hot here. And there were lots of dead plants who had not been watered. Is that, was that us 20 years ago? Yes, I it was. I think it probably was. And, and then, you know, occasionally we'll get inspired and we'll, we'll want to take care of ourselves. And then we, we go straight from zero to, you know, all in, like, you know, exercising two hours a day, five days a week. And we think it's the only way we can do it. And we drop down to 1200 calories a day. And instead of building upon habits slowly in, investing in ourselves over time and developing you know small habits that build on one another one of those methods of weight loss is exhausting and gets you nowhere and eventually burns you out the other way gets you to your goal eventually and gets you there in a way that you can keep going forever well hopefully and brooke castillo the analogy that she made was the difference between hunting and and farming and when you go out to hunt, you get a single, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, what do you hunt for? Hungry, hungry man Boar. suppers. 
wild boar. <laughs> I was going to say, you hunt for a, pastr- a pastrami sandwich. But you go out and you hunt, and then when, when that is gone, it's gone. Whereas if you plant, if you if you uh, tend to your, your, uh, your crop, if you water, if you give it sunlight, if you give it fertilizer... Over time, that is sustainable and it it grows and it, you know, if you plant an apple tree, you'll just keep getting apples. But if you want that quick, you know, the first twig that comes out and suddenly, uh, you know, you've got to replant again, that's tiring, like Donald said. And If you have to go out into the jungle and bring down a wild boar over and over again. If you have to get a refrigerator off a deer friend. <laughs> <laughs> It will wear you out. Darn Roger. But it's that investing and that growing that I think we're we're doing now. And are we motivated to do it? No. No, we are not motivated, but it is now just a habit. Like, my habit is to get in my steps. My habit is to pre-track my calories. I don't even think about it really anymore. It's just part of my day. And if, you, if, you're, a, if you're a toothed person and you mm. brush your teeth or you rinse your dentures... It's just part of your life. You 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 pay your bills. You go to work. Those are habits. You don't you put only, gasoline in your car. You don't like only you, you take it in to get oil changes routinely. You you like that's just part of what you do as a grown person. And it you know being like it's not fair. Why do I have to get gasoline? Like yeah, I don't see everybody else getting gasoline all the time. <laughs> And it is a a foolish comparison, and we, our bodies are all we have in the end, and if we take care of them, they will yield results in the future, and I want to be able to... My body's yielding results. (laughs) It's a wonderland. (laughs) Uh, Wonder why it took so long to finally... Oh my goodness, why did I not get it together sooner? But it is never too late to just live a lifestyle that is better. Whatever the number on the scale is, whatever, um, you know, your weight loss method is, this isn't a place to tell you exactly how to do it, but to find something that you enjoy doing that just becomes a part of your life that isn't a sheltering in place, hide until I lose all the weight and then go back to my old habits because I did that for decades. And, you know, it's not fun all the time. It's not glamorous. I'm not perfect. But... But my, what I'm doing right now is sustainable and it's yielding results. And just because we look thin doesn't mean it is not still an effort for us. But the habits outweigh anything else. Watering your plants, fertilizing. The sun comes up every day and nurtures the soil. And that's what we're asking you to do today. What do you, where do you want to be in a year from now? What if you just lost a pound a month? Like, you're like, oh, that's not much. But then in a year from now, when you're the same weight or higher, and you say, I really wish I I had put in enough effort to lose a pound a month, I would be better off. And in five years, like, I want to invest in myself. And that's what I'm doing now. So I am your Eleanor Pinkett in HR asking (laughs) you to just invest a little bit of something. You can afford it. Now is the time. You are never going to be younger than you are today. Donald is definitely never going to be younger than he is today. What? Why do you say it like that? Truth bomb. Oh, because I'm older than you. Eh. But really, we're never going to be, uh, you know, we don't know what the future holds. We can only control what happens today. And the more we invest in ourselves, the better it's going to be. So whether you have seeds or crops or Eleanor Pinkett investment, 
things and 401ks. We made so many analogies today. My goodness. Well, let's just get down to it and say we would like you to make a habit of listening to this podcast. That is step numero uno. But you they're can also already it... listening if they heard that. Well, but it might not be a habit. This might be their first time. Oh, it might be. Congratulations. Yeah. You made a great choice. I'm jealous of you if this is your first time listening. <gasps> Must be nice. You, you have like a whole bunch of other episodes I've had to listen to now. him for 22, gotten to listen to him for 22 years. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, you can also find us on Facebook. And on the Instagrams. And at weonlylookthin.com. You can, and you can find us on iTunes. And, and sh- we tweet once in a while sh- at uh, we, we only, only look, look thin. thin. Yeah, and tell people about us. Uh, share this. So many people have have issues with with weight, and it can be a serious and sad subject. We make it fun, don't we? <laughs> we make it fun. We're charming. Oh, we're super fun. We have all the analogies. That's what everyone says. We we're are, so fun. We are so fun. But even more than that, whether you're planting or sowing or or hunting or gathering, never forget that Donald and I are. An inspiration, Inspiration. Asian, Asian, Asian. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.